Big shout out to everybody listening in. You tuned in to QSJRadio.com. And once again, we are bringing you an exclusive interview that is new to us, new to every one of our listeners. And not only that, it's new to the world. We got a duo, folk pop duo, named March to May. Now, there's a lot of history going down with March to May. A lot of you guys are like, you know, why are you switching it up? Why are you doing this? Why are you doing that? You got to understand. There's an aspect of music that is going on right now. It's deep. It's not really simple. And folk pop has been one of my first love of music. It wasn't something that just came up out of nowhere. And to have these two come on the show it's kind of bigger than what anybody really is thinking right now now i popped up on these guys a few months ago and i have the chance to interview and talk to them it you don't understand the privilege and what it means to me to have march to may on the show so before i get them on the line or ask them to call in or anything like that we're going to take a few moments to Listen to their songs, their background, their bios, then talk to them, find out a little bit about them, questions that I've been having in my head for a few weeks now. This is Embers. Now, Embers is a new music video that March to May has been, you know, they've been doing their thing. If you see this video online... Some of it might confuse you, but we'll get into that once we got them on the air with us. I want to give a shout out to everybody listening in. For those for the first time listening to QSJ Radio, we have March to May coming on the air in a few minutes. It's going to be an incredible show, people. I'm not even playing a, a little bit. They're from Seattle, Washington. So the time difference is going to be a little bit crazy. Big shout out to everybody listening, like I said, man. I mean, they're already calling, but I'm going to have to um I'm going to have to go ahead and tell them to uh call me in a few minutes. Big shout out to everybody listening. This one right here is called Embers. Thank you. 
sorrows turn to hope. Memories that defy the space that you held long ago. WQSJ Radio, home to the underground artist. As I told you guys before, we have an exclusive interview going down today. And uh, for those who don't know, my first type of love for music was folk music. Now, you know, being a city guy, like, what are you doing sitting there and, and loving folk music? Well, it they, they seem to express the most outrageous kind of story for an individual or in this case a pair of people and more people and touch more than the regular jingle that you hear now i know it's kind of like like really right now you're going to tell us this stuff no it's true it's it's it goes back almost 1996 well currently we have modern day folk pop artist March to May on the line with us. How are you guys doing? We're doing good, Dave. Thanks so much for having us on the show. Yeah, doing well. Hey, that's great. Now I, I see that you guys are um are are a duo. Um you, you guys met somewhere, then went separate ways, then have songs together. I'm a little confused by what's going on here, March to May. Can can you tell a little bit of, uh, about yourselves? Yeah, absolutely. So, so uh we we met about two just a little over 2 years ago, um randomly here in Seattle. Mm-hmm. Um Beth Beth just happened to move into the house that uh that I was living in and uh we all went away with a you know, group of friends and um, some uh, some other folks out to the coast uh, a few weeks later, 
and uh, I was sitting on the campfire just playing my guitar and singing singing one of the songs you know that I'd written a while ago, and Beth started harmonizing um, to the song I was singing, and oh. that just kind of hit this really little little spark for us. And, and and you know what's crazy is like if I'm if I'm sitting by the campfire and somebody starts humming and and there's a spark, there has to be some kind of other kind of togetherness there. I mean, you, you get what I'm getting here, or are you guys, you know, just you know musicians together. We're definitely very close. Um, I think that that we have, I mean, an amazing partnership. But yeah, we we tend to to not go too deep into into what that means for those who tune in right now we're with March to May the folk pop duo out of I don't even know how to say that is that west midwest um Seattle it's like Alaska to me I mean I love Seattle (laughs) (laughs) I love it it's over there so it's so it's it's diverse more than people know now a lot of your guys' bios go that you guys settled in Seattle. It, was there a separation in in this music thing that you guys were doing? No, there wasn't really. Um, you know, we we started. You know, after that that night around the campfire, we started playing around. You know, um, literally like within a week or so after, um, Beth finally got her harp that she hadn't played in a while, and. Uh, you know, we, we just kind of played around with, like, writing songs and just, like, um, seeing how things would work. And then in March, um, two years ago, we decided to take a little risk and go on a songwriting retreat up to the San Juan Islands. And um, we wrote our first two songs up there. Um, Ember is the one you just played, actually. We wrote up there. as one of the first songs that we wrote. That and a um, beautiful song. I mean, I'm... Thank I'm, you. I'm really... Appreciate that. <laughs> wow. Like, the song is so crazy. Now... It's, you guys got together four months later, literally getting paid gigs together. Uh, I don't. I, that's seriously unheard of sometimes in this modern day in the music business. When you guys got your first paid gig together, I mean, how did that feel? Was there pressure? How, how did that go? Um, it was it was very exciting for us. It was, this was before we even had a name, so we were just performing with Darren Guys and Takashi, and um. For me, at least, it was definitely a big step. I'd never really gigged like that before, even though Darren had a little bit. Um, but it was definitely something that we were both really interested in doing, and it was really exciting and kind of felt like it set the stage for us to, to do more and more of it. Darren migrated from North Appalachian Mountains, birthplace of Montana. You know, I got a grandfather in Montana. <laughs> I don't even know where in Montana. I just know his email is only Puerto Rican here at AOL. But uh, <laughs> um, it, it's it's crazy. Um, Montana getting to Seattle. Um, when you guys both met there, it, it, was it music intended that you guys met in Seattle, or was it just really out of nowhere? Um, no, it was uh, it was just random. Um, we. Just be- we became housemates, and we didn't even know, you know, for a little while that, that the person even really played music at all. And um, we, we, like I said, music kind of just just uh, just kind of began as a result of that campfire and realizing that oh, there's there's a little bit of connection here musically. And um, you know, there was absolutely no intention for us to come together as, as musicians at all. 
for those who tuned in right now, we're on the air right now with March to May, uh, pop, uh, folk pop duo, uh, right now out of Seattle, Washington, and they met in December 2012. They went ahead and wrote, uh, went on a songwriting retreat March of 2013. Then they started getting their first paid gigs a month later. I'm trying to get to this name because you guys say the first gig you guys had together, um, Mar- uh, you know, did you guys introduce yourselves as Darren and Beth or, you know, like, uh, you know, this, that, yeah, or, and, 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 you know, I'm getting, I'm getting the thing where something happened in May to put it all together. Why March to May? March to May has a couple of stories. I mean, we really like just the sound of the name, first of all, but, um, as you mentioned, we wrote our first song together in March, and then in May we really decided that we were going to take this take this somewhere, and, and we decided to move forward as, as a band. Um, and so that was when we kind of came up with our name. So March to May is our formative time. And it's also, coincidentally, it's um, Darren's and my birthday month. The end of the birthday month. <laughs> Shout out to the Geminis. So... Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> We got March to May on here. And if you guys want to follow them all over the place, they're on Twitter, they're on Instagram, they're on YouTube, March to May. Very easy, people. It took them two months, literally, to put a now world-known duo, um, uh, you know, together. It, it, this has to be the most incredible two years of, of you guys' lives. I mean, I don't know what's going on. I, I In two days... You're about to have the Water's Edge drop, the debut release, and, and, and it's going to be probably like a packed place over there in Seattle. It actually it sold out earlier this week, so we're pretty excited. That's amazing. I mean, it did it take two years to put this uh, project together? Yeah, it really did. I mean, you know, it's funny because in some ways it feels like it's taken so long for us to reach this point of you know, actually dropping an album. And at the same time, everyone we talked to, they're like, wow, you guys have moved so fast in such a short time. You know, it's just a kind of funny paradox between what we perceive and uh, what other other people perceive. So, um, yeah, it's been, it's been a long time coming, and we're, we're super excited about it. Um, you know, everyone that kind of made this happen and was a part of our Kickstarter project and helped in the studio and just you know, everything along the way um, has come, you know, to, to fruition, you know, after kind of a long time. The single, Embers. I'm listening to the song, I'm watching the visual, and I'm still, like, I'm lost in the song, but I don't know what it's about, because it's, it's one of those songs where you have your own perception. What what was your, your, your two intentions of Embers? I think at its core, Embers is a song about moving on from loss, and, and sort of recognizing how deeply losing someone can impact you, but also being able to open up and, and move through it, um, even though they're always sort of the lens through which you see the world. And we, we wrote this song after um, someone very close to me lost a family member and just kind of trying to think in that space and, and watching them sort of come out of that um, and and lead a full and happy life. Um, so that was my side of the story. But one thing that we, we love 
doing in our music and one thing that, that we really view sort of as, as something we strive for is to write songs that people can see their own stories in. I love after shows when we play Embers and people come up to me afterwards and say, you know, this may sound silly, but your song Embers reminded me so much of my of my ex-girlfriend or one woman told us once that her dog had, had died recently. Wow. And, and there's just all these different people coping with their own versions of loss, no matter how big or small. Um, I think it's, it's special to us when, we can, when other people can see their stories in it. Thank you. Big shout out to everybody listening and tuned in to QSJRadio.com's Viral Life interview series. I have March to May. That is a pop folk pop duo of Darren and Beth straight out of Seattle, Washington. Their story is amazing. They just met each other. They hummed. And next thing you know, <laughs> they're all over the place. It's literally like that. See, but the thing is, it, it takes two years for them to put something together. It's going to come out this April 25th. They sold out their show, their release party out in Seattle for this Saturday, right? This Saturday. And yeah. it's going to be an incredible show. And I know the atmosphere in Seattle is amazing. I've been there. I almost didn't come back. But, you know, I had to. Uh, and then the album is here. Now, I have exclusive songs from the album, and I, I want to be able to understand a few songs. And I want people to understand, you guys, other than the Embers, because Embers is, you know, what it is. It is a dying light, right? And for me, you know, I, I dazed out into the song. I saw the video um, I'm, I'm here um, with my fiance. We're watching this stuff, right? I'm like, you see this beautiful thing? This is crazy, right? And, um, but when I'm, when now I have other songs and I have something that I really like, Falling Down. What is the backstory of Falling Down? Well, it's, you know, it's kind of your, you know, say your classic, uh, tragic love song, but, uh, you know, it, it is a love song that, um, you know, where where two people meet and there's definitely a spark there. And then shortly after they realize that, you know, things things aren't going to work out. And, uh, and, and and they're both aware of that and they usually come to a place of recognition and, and decide to let go of that relationship. And, uh, you know, it's very appropriate, too, just because it was, it was written here in Seattle. Um <laughs> It definitely has the the element of of rain in that song, and uh, you know that's that's yeah. pretty much it. It's, um, it's a fun song. It's um you know it definitely has a a sad side to it, but there's definitely some kind of more uplifting side of it as well. And here it is exclusively on QSJ Radio, off of the Water's Edge LP coming out this Saturday, March to May's Falling Down. <laughs> Glasses and wine 
the glasses of wine And every single time I looked your way You glanced away, you glanced away And what do you see in our lives, in our lives In the solitude of time See you. 
That was Falling Down from the duo, the pop folk duo, March to May. An incredible song. Highlights so much. Highlights the spark of love to the rain of love, you know? Like teardrops, the emotions of it. The Did you guys hear this song, people? It's It's full of it. It's full. And see, that's the thing. When people forget that there's this music, folk, and, you know, less it up. Now, I want to get into how each individual artist came about. Because Darren, vocalist, and a list of instruments that you play, I want to know, like, your first coming to music. People like music, and then they don't got rhythm, and then people got rhythm, and then they got vocals, and then they got this, and then they want to be in a studio all the time, or record all the time, or be live all the time. What was your influences to your to your music? Well, I was uh, I was trained classically um, from age of five until about um, twenty or so um, on piano. And um, during that time, I also also you know learned trombone and I, I did vocals and some choirs. Um, and then I, then I kind of put music aside at some point for a couple of years, and then started teaching myself guitar. Um, actually, mm-hmm. when I was traveling when I was traveling down South America. And, um, you know, that, that was where I first started to kind of really taking a new direction in my music and, um, you know, started to write songs and, you know, lyrics and sing to them and everything. And, um, you know, that, that has been kind of the, my, my direction for the, for the last, I guess, 10 or so years. Um, wow. until, you know, until meeting Beth a little over two years ago, um, which really turned my whole kind of musical direction, um, to, you know, kind of a, a, a whole different direction and so much more um, inspiring of a direction than I had ever, you know, kind of felt before. Um, it just, you know, going from a place of playing with other people in different bands and playing solo, but never really, you know, feeling that driver motivation um, as I've been feeling the last couple of years with uh, with her. Wow. So, Beth, what about your inspiration since you seem to be one of his? One of, what, what's, what, what's going on with you? What What transition you to this great musician um i think i had a somewhat similar story in that i was i was actually trained classically as a vocalist um since i was very young and then picked up the harp when i was a teenager um and also kind of put music aside um during and after college when i i remember actually before i moved to seattle i remember having a conversation with my mom when she was asking me um if I, if I thought that I would pick up music again and, and keep pursuing music in my life. And I remember being really sad about it, but telling my mother, you know, I don't think that I'll ever, I'll ever find circumstances or find the right people to, to, that would, that would really sort of make me happy musically and really wow. give me the opportunity and open the door for, for that to happen. And then, just a couple of weeks later, I moved to Seattle and I met Darren, and it was just this, this like this door opening into a world that I had, I think, always kind of wanted, but had told myself it wasn't realistic. Wow, amazing! March to May, March to May. So it's it's crazy. I'm listening to these two. This time that you guys had, I don't know if you, you can answer this or not, but putting music aside, um, was there? bigger things going on or what you thought were bigger things going on um darren you mean 
even just to, like in, in general outside of music in the last yeah, couple yeah, years yeah yeah like what what was the music aside was it you know things going on you know um it's a really good question and it's something that i think for for both of us um you know we we haven't kind of I think I think you know we both became really really close you know at the beginning um, when we first met and developed a bond that, that you know goes goes even deeper than a friendship and um, I mean it's, it's that really kind of soul deep than a friendship and uh, you know that's something that you find just kind of once in your life or twice in your life I mean it's kind of a rare thing especially when you combine a friendship with the music and um, you know it's like the synthesis of these two things um, have kept us extremely close over the last couple of years. Because not only, you know, do we connect outside of music and have, you know, that really strong bond, but we also can bring that into our music and in our songwriting. And, and you know, I think that it's, it's, a, it's a rare thing. You know, I, 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 it seems beautiful. You guys, it's, it's serious. The story, the, the, the music, the amazing um, journey that is, is, is going to pursue. Because I, I, I know that this this album is is touching the hearts of you already know you got a sold out show you know but i guess i guess my question is at, at what was really going on and, and and you don't really have to answer this question what was really going on that put music aside because it seemed like it was a couple of years that that music was put aside So I think that they, there are always, like, small things that you can say, that we, both of us could say, sort of had us put music aside. But I think ultimately, they're, I think when you're leading a creative life and you're really trying to make something out of yourself with mm. music, there's always fear to contend with. And there's always, there, there's a high barrier to entry because from the get-go, I think your own internal voices and everybody around you is, is telling you that it's not going to work and that it's silly, or that it's childish, or that it's foolish. Um, and, and so there are a lot of, I think, reasons that we tell ourselves to, like, oh, just put aside the silly hobby, even when, if we're honest with ourselves, we recognize that, that it's not a silly hobby, it's one of the driving forces of our lives. Um, but it's easy to listen to those voices sometimes, and, and convince yourself that you're doing the right thing by, by laying it down. Yeah, so so Dave, I, I guess I misunderstood your question because okay. you were you were talking about yeah you were talking about a couple of years like when we put the music aside for a couple of years individually. Yeah, yeah, I gotcha. And I, I mean, it's it's okay, you know. Um, but you know, uh, for, it, it, it's crazy. I'm just thinking about this. You guys grew up with music, put it away, and then end up creating kind of like your own genre not too far away from what you guys uh developed from or grew up with and 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 i'm just like i'm 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 still bu i'm bugging out right here okay <laughs> let's be <laughs> serious right and i'm bugging out over yeah. this music so darren you play the guitar your vocals and your keyboard and then beth you got the harp and you got the vocals it, it, setting up for a show is is all of that all these instruments involved is there like um you know what's setting up a show for march to may um yeah so you know for the most part up until this point it's been predominantly guitar harp and our vocals um 
we're just starting to bring uh, keyboards back into it. Um, you know, so that's that's going to be a kind of a new, new somewhat new addition. Um, but that's that's for the two of us, right? So we we usually play as a duo. However, we also play with a full band. And so <laughs> when we play, play with a full band, we also have a percussionist, upright bass, violin, and cello um, on on stage with us. Okay. And um, that's a lot of that's a, that's a lot of you know. Yeah, it's a very interesting arrangement. Is, is, it, is it just you two? Uh, or all that? No, no. Oh, oh yeah. Oh, so, <laughs> no, when it's... Um, so Darren and I each play so harp, guitar, um, piano, and vocals. And when we play with our full band, we have other instrumentalists who play percussion, who play cello, who play piano, bass, and violin. Now, now um... I know it's just uh, you two, March to May, and then of course you got your group of friends that comes on stage with you. Are they are they gonna be available when the big things come, like this, the tours and the all that stuff, or is it gonna be harder for you guys? Um, I think that there are two answers to that question. I think some of them, yeah, would would love to come on tour with us. Um, but the thing about our music is that we already travel so much and play so much just as the two of us just okay. as a duo that we can really tour and, and have toured both ways okay it sounds as oh, so are these uh the rest of the band a uh, local seattle or pretty or, much yeah oh okay okay that sounds good i mean yep. it's, it's, it's 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 great to see that there's other musicians involved and of course i know you guys got a really great uh group of people behind you now when you when you guys went to that direction of getting you know people in the industry and getting your name more kind of like out there interviews things like that when that started happening what it, did it change the mood did it change anything or was there any kind of pressure i don't think i mean i don't think that there was a new pressure that wasn't there before i think it may have gone up a little bit in intensity but there's always been a direction Darren and I knew that we wanted to take our music again, so it feels it feels like we're going. It feels like a culmination of a direction we've been heading in. Big shout out to everybody listening in. You tune in to QSJ Radio. We have an exclusive interview going down. The duo Darren and Beth, as they first started, is now called March to May. They have an album that is going to debut this Saturday. They're they're hailing together from Seattle, Washington. But separately, Darren from Montana, Beth from Oregon, they grew up on classical, her on a vocalist, Darren on piano. They get together, they make folk pop music. You should see their visuals, it's crazy, okay? Putting them together was like some faith thing. Is I mean, does it feel like that? Does it feel like a story that nobody will understand? You know, it's it's a great it's a great question, um, and I would say in many ways, yes, it does. It kind of feels like a story that that most people just just don't get. Um, in some ways, it feels like it's you know almost like larger than life. Like you know, how how could this even happen? You know, um, both in terms of our our connection and in terms of the, the music that we write, because I think what we write is is pretty pretty unique. Um, it's hard to compare it to anybody else. Um, it's definitely inspired by our classical roots, I would say as well. And um, you know, the, just the whole story of how we met and how how connected we are, I just feel like is a kind of a rare thing. 
I know I know this Saturday is going to be one of those milestones and probably unbelievable but uh, other than what's going on this this Saturday with the release of The Water's Edge what has been one of those hit the point where we're we're doing this we're doing it right what what moment during these last 2 years what what was that thing that happened at a show or an event or a meeting what was one of those things that, yes, we're doing it and we're doing it right? I think that there are a lot of those little moments, and, and those are the things that that are really inspiring to see. I mean, it can even be as simple as even in our early shows when we were kind of less sure of ourselves, and we'd still have people come up to us after the show and say that one of our songs happened in tears, or one, of our, or one woman, gosh, just a couple months after we started playing, heard our song Count the Days and um, this is before we had recorded anything. We we had like very rough iPhone recordings of some of these songs and she was begging us to send her the iPhone recording because she and or her son and his wife were in a long distance where were living apart for the time being while he was at a job and she was in school and she just thought it would really just speak to them and just having those little moments where, where it, it shows us that people are touched by our music and, and we are making something with this. That's it's so impactful. You both have an incredible background, Beth. Most mostly of you having to move all over the place, East Coast, West Coast, probably in another country, and things like that. Is it hard to commit? Because you know, one day you have to let go. Was that the part of growing up? I mean, if it's too much, you can say pass on the question. <laughs> No, no, I don't. I don't think so. I think that it was. I feel very lucky in the way that I grew up, and and I think that you know, when you're a child and when you're when you are moving that often, it's not always something that you think about or recognize. But as I get older, I think it really taught me to not be afraid of committing and and know that that. Sometimes things end, but there's always this amazing joy in the experience of being in them. And that's no reason to close yourself off from, from loving something or from committing to something. Darren, coming from Montana, Missoula, heading down south to South America, where I can't even understand their Spanish. And then going, you're here crisscrossing the Andes, you're traveling all over the place, and then you end up in the Pacific Northwest, and life changes. What has that upbringing done for you? You know, I think um, one of the most valuable aspects of traveling, really, and um, I actually traveled for about a year around the U.S. before I, I went to South America. Um, I'm sorry, that was the opposite. I traveled um, <laughs> to South America for about, about seven months, and then I came back and traveled for a year on the U.S. as well um, before going back to Missoula for a short while. And then Seattle, but you know, it's that traveling around, um, just traveling in general that really tends to kind of, kind of give you a different perspective, right, on your, on your own life and on the life that you live, wherever, you know, wherever you're coming from. Um, you know, it, it takes you out of the ordinary and out of the, the, the routine and out of the normal. Um, and just allows you to kind of have this different sense of, um, responsibility and freedom and perspective on your life. And I think that really, you know, started to inspire my, my songwriting because it was actually on a, on a small farm down in southern Chile where um, I borrowed a guitar there and started writing, writing my first songs on guitar. And, um, you know, it was those, 
those experiences and that perception from traveling, I think, really started to, uh, you know, impact me. Big shout out to everybody listening. You tune in to QSJRadio.com. March to May is with us. We're talking about um, so many things. So many things that inspired their music. They're inspired by each other, creating this folk pop uh, music. Now, I see that you guys are very in love with nature, right? And usually folk people do that. They're in love with the earth. So happy Earth Day to you guys. Belated Earth Day. Um, <laughs> if that's wrong, it's wrong. But now you guys came from these rural areas and now in the city. Is is that something that people from the rural areas really love to want to do? Do the city life? How did you fall in love with the city life? Or is it still getting trying to trying to get used to that? Um, you know, it's funny because uh, for me, at least, I can't, I can't speak for Beth. Um, I know she actually has grown up in quite a few cities with her travels um, at a younger age. However, for myself, um, living in Seattle you know, from the beginning, and I moved here um, over eight years ago, has just felt very, very comfortable and natural. Um, Seattle is surrounded by nature. Um, you know, we have like three national parks within a couple hours' drive. We, you know, Seattle sits in between two mountain regions on this really beautiful body of water, Puget Sound. And it's just, it's one of the most scenic places in the, in the world. And, um, you know, even though we're right here in the core of the city, it doesn't, doesn't feel like it. It feels like we're still, you know, in this really kind of wild and, you know, kind of, uh, you know, unpredictable place. It's really, it's really beautiful. Beth, anything? No? <laughs> oh, yeah. No, I think that uh, I would check in what Darren says. Um, I actually did grow up in cities. Most of my childhood okay. was, was in capital cities in different countries in the world. Um, but I've always felt a strong affinity for, for nature. And one thing I love about Seattle is that it's very green. And, it, I mean, it's the Emerald City for a reason. And, and it's so easy and it's such a, a thing in the city to to go out and spend time in the world around you and, and to go on hikes, to go ride your bike along the lake, to go do something in in this beautiful landscape that we have. It, it so, just, it's a, yeah, I think it's a city that fosters that. It just it doesn't, it doesn't feel so, um, and, and I hate to be like this, but it feels natural. It feels more like, okay, I'll get a mosquito bite, you know? It's whatever. I don't need to. Uh, well, sometimes you got to scratch it or whatever. But <laughs> you know. But it, it, you feel so more involved and, and relaxing. And you know, I got I got a song here on cue, and 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 it's almost coming up to the time to let you guys go because I know you guys got a busy schedule. But the it's called counting days. The story behind counting days. I mean, counting down the days. What what's what's the song? What's it, what's it like? What why counting the days? Um, so you know, it's funny. This this song we actually wrote when when we were yeah you know, a good a good uh, good few hours apart from each other. Um, I was down actually down in Portland, Oregon, and um, Beth was up here in Seattle. And um, we started started like you know some of the guitar part earlier, like the little guitar riff. But uh, I mean, most of the song started you know really when we were apart from each other and. Mm. It's reflected in the song, even even though you know our lyrics are kind of, you know, of a, of a made up time and place of you know being down down in L.A. Um, it's really you know about just, you know how how when you're apart from each other and you miss each other that much and you just look forward to coming back to each other and you and you know that 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 time is is coming up soon, 
Um, and so, you know, hence, hence count the days, right? As, yes. as you're moving closer to the yes. time when you're going gonna to reunite. Amazing. I think I need yeah. to use this song. I think I'm going to use this song. Okay. I'm going to use it. Okay. We got March to May, Count the Days here on QSJ Radio. spring when I leave LA I hear your voice though you're far away the months are long and I long for you and I can't wait till I come back to Miles down, count the days, count, count the days down, count the miles. 
miles, count, count the miles down. You're tuned into the new, the new, the new. WQSJ, WQSJ Radio, home to the underground artist. Yes, you guys heard it here first. Maybe it won't be the last time here on QSJRadio.com and all over the United States as we wait the water's edge dropping, as we call it here in the urban world. The album is dropping this Saturday with an exclusive release party that is going down in Seattle for March to May. If you guys want to follow March to May, they're on Instagram posting heavily, nicely. I don't know if you guys really follow back people because, you know, it's really crazy in the internet world these days. I mean, you guys part of this world. Like, how do you guys feel about this internet world that's going on right now? Um, I actually find it kind of kind of fun um, because it allows us, you know, allows us to kind of share share our lives. You know, like the almost like the story, of the evolution of the story of the two of us and our our growth. You know, together musically with anyone who uh, who's engaged and allows us to engage with our followers as well and have that kind of more um, personal interaction with folks that, that can't uh, can't be here in person that, that we can talk to in person. You know, I, I sit here and I and I watch a news feed and I kind of like. Sometimes I'm disgusted by it, you know, and I and, and I, you know, I don't know, unfollow on this on that, whatever, whatever, and I try to stay away from that kind of stuff. Do you guys ever find you guys there like emotionally involved with a with a news feed? Can you repeat the question. It, it, when when you're looking at a news feed. You know, and and it's kind of off topic, or whatever. But when you're looking at a news feed, and, and you see it's it's kind of disgusting sometimes. Do you guys find yourself too emotionally involved in the news feed? Um, no, I think the the it's. I think you find it pretty easy to tune out some of the people that we don't want to follow, and I think we try to follow people that we that we like and the way we want to hear more about. I think it is definitely easy to get kind of overwhelmed by by sometimes the culture of oversharing. Yes, but, oversharing. Um, but, yeah, I think it's, I mean, you'll get that in any walk of life. So. Yes, you're right. True. You know, people really don't understand that, but it is true. Just delete them. It's all right. It's all right. Go on. Uh-huh. You go over there with that stuff. Um, March to May. Um, assigning. You guys are currently um, with an incredible management group, um, and they have gotten you guys almost everywhere. Some of my friends have had you guys on the show, and and they're all over the place. When you guys uh, have you felt overwhelmed of so many opportunities you guys have had? No, um, I feel, <laughs> I feel like uh, I think both of us are are really excited about you know all the opportunities that are that are happening and um, are you know really really excited about you know what Michael's been able to to do for us in terms of um, getting us on you know a lot of different radio stations and you know different interviews, a lot of different uh, publications and uh, stations, and it's just really exciting. I think for both of us, I you know if we could <laughs> you know in a sense just quit our day jobs and just you know, do this completely full-time right now, I think we both would. Um, it's just really, really fun. You know, I, and, I, and, I, and I was going to ask that. Is there a life after March to May puts down the microphone or puts down the pen? 
and, and I guess you did answer it. The full-time thing. If you guys did this part-time, and you went ahead first, do you, do, do you see the success story happening? I think that there's always going to come a point where we have to, I think there will come a point where we will have to sort of make the jump and go all in um, for it to really keep taking off the way it's been starting to. And I think we're both kind of afraid of that and kind of really looking forward to it and really excited about it. Um, I think we're both lucky enough to have to have other parts of our lives that we, we do. It's, it's a good mental break in some ways because I think it allows us to focus on other things and get a break so that we can then come back and be really creative. But, yeah, I think when the time comes to go all in, I think we will both make that jump in heartbeat. I think that time is coming. And I and you gotta really, you guys gotta understand. It's from March to May, okay? These things happen from March to May. All right, so <laughs> so I'm probably has that been a kind of um uh an area. So there's there's these things I do, right? I sit here, I got something going on, but it's only a specific time of the year that it happens during March to May. Has there been a kind of excel? Or this is the time where we need to think the most or do the most or prepare for the most through March to May? Think, or is that or, or is that just a name? I think there's definitely been that trend. I mean, we started in, like, between March to May in 2013. In 2014, from March to May, we ran our um, the Kickstarter that we funded successfully and, and helped us record our first album. And now... This March today, we are re- releasing that album and, and really seeing that take off. So it's, it's definitely been a trend. I don't think we necessarily planned it that way, but but it is happening. It's happening. It's here. It's live. It's a big thank you guys for coming on here. March to May. The If you guys don't understand, this is a folk pop duo. Their story is miraculous, all right? They just wanted to throw the towel on the stuff. You know, here's the guitar, here's this, I don't want it anymore. And then the music brings them together. Kind of like a match. Now, we talked about so many songs. And, of course, the, the single Embers is the song that inspires the most and keeps the fans there. And I know there will be another Embers maybe within the water's edge. And you guys going on to do this release party that has sold out. And if you guys want more information on them, please go to marchtomay.com. Okay, they're all over the place, but please go to marchtomay.com. Updated all the time. Now, when we talk about the album and this release is April 25th, 2015. I mean, it's something about this Saturday. Is something going to happen good for me? People get anybody. Uh, anyways, so you got these two. They go together. They got an incredible music background. They pr- they probably read more music than half of you guys. Okay, um, but it, it, you got a farmer. You got a city girl. You put them together, and they end up in Seattle. It's kind of like okay. Uh, and and, and it, the question I know a lot of people probably ask this is is. Darren and Beth a thing? Is this more than a duo? Uh, well, 
I'm very excited. We're very close, and I think uh, we'll have to keep you guys guessing. Uh, this is going to be horrible. But anyway, <laughs> <laughs> this is an incredible guy. You guys are incredible. I love it. Um, uh, the 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 history is is an amazing, and I know that a lot of people have compared you guys, but I can't. All right, I can't find the thing. I've been listening to music for forever and I can't I can't find it when people draw you and you're really fans and it's one of those things where the sun is hitting the right place or you know the selfie comes out right something about those two feelings but anyways um when it's it's there's no way that I can say this any better but if I'm drawn to you as a fan um, it might not sound like it, but I'm kind of nervous talking to you guys because, you know, superstardom um, and, and all this stuff. And I'm not saying this because you're on the air with me. I'm saying this because there's a lot of things that have gone on in my life in the last maybe six, seven months that has been put together in this EP that you guys had. And, and and one thing that I want to live critique of, of, of your guys' music is you, you take an aspect of your life and create someone else's. And I know you get that from a lot of new fans or fans that have been going on. This reminds me of this. This reminds me of that. But imagine what they're feeling, that reminder. You know, it's one of those, you, you can't take it away. And you... The, the music is, is breathtaking. It's more like reliving or, or taking away what I needed to get out of me. And, and, and I was able to do that in the last couple of weeks. And I really want to thank you guys for more than just getting together and letting it all out. I really want to thank you guys for really staying yourselves. Because it's really hard when you know you got it. The talent is there. You know you get together and let them out. And hopefully at the end when it's stamped or when you press record or when you press, you know, put together or make or format into MP3, whatever you do that, you look at each other and say, we did it again. Because what you're going to do is you're going to touch lives, you're going to keep going on, and you're going to, and you're going to, you're just going to keep doing it again. And until the water's edge, when people don't understand, the water's edge is this Saturday. It's dropping. It's an incredible month that's going on, not only for them, but for the folk pop industry. Somebody's going to be there. Somebody's going to open the door. And whatever they do in their day job, night job, whatever, it's gone. It's them. We'll be seeing them. I know this. This is not me trying to, you know... Make sure you follow me. <laughs> I'm trying to make sure that you guys understand that I can't see where the comparisons are. I can't. And that that is what that is why March to May is going to stand out and it's it's gonna be there. I'm a fan. I'm gonna be there. I'm gonna be following you. So I'm not gonna be stalking Thanks, you man. guys, you know. So <laughs> if you see likes and stuff like that or shares, it's cause I want people to know. And I want, awesome. and 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 I and I and I'm always gonna be, you know, as long as I'm here, as long as I'm there, I, and and I'm I'm really gonna, it's gonna be serious. I'm, it's life changing, people. March to May, the the Water's Edge debut. Now, how many how many tracks are we talking about? 
when the war's edge how many tracks are we introducing to the world um just six actually just a six okay so a six ep that's just great folk stuff that's so traditional right there i mean don't give them too much <laughs> don't give them too much let them want gotta, 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 gotta get teasers that's that's so much that's so much. it's just like this relationship we don't know people okay we don't know don't stop asking we don't know they're close <laughs> all right they're they're brother and sister that's all we know but anyway <laughs> Amazing, amazing talk, you guys. And if you guys got any um, thank yous you want to give to anybody while while you're on air, I mean, just to all of the people, incredible people who have really helped make this happen for us. Everybody who backed our Kickstarter, um, the incredible team that we worked with at Berkeley Studios, Michael, and and just everyone who's helped us. It's been an incredible journey. We're glad to have them with us. It's so crazy, man. March to May. Thank you, for guys, for coming in on the show. Once again, if you Thank guys... You, Dave. It's, 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 it's a pleasure. People don't understand. I'm on the whiskey. <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not... It's not the whiskey talking, but it's... I'm on the whiskey. But uh, <laughs> March to May, their debut release is coming this Saturday. March... Um, excuse me. April 25th. Party's out there in Seattle. So if you guys can't go in, I'm sorry. It's sold out. I'm sorry. It's your problem, but that's that's it's they're out there. Um, now the setup are are we gonna have kind of like a meet and greet, or is it gonna be just you know are you guys gonna be performing, or is it a listening party? Well, what's what's what's, what's what do you guys got set up this Saturday? Um, it's a it's a full on show, full band, two openers, and it's on a steamship. <laughs> and, and to your openers, um, who are these yeah. openers? Uh, two very talented Seattle singer songwriters. Um, we we won't disclose their names, but they're they're on the uh, they're on on the event, and um, you can find them on our website as well. And they're they're just uh, incredibly talented people. Okay, make sure you guys tune yeah. in. It's gonna be crazy. Okay, we're gonna be fun. Visuals. Oh man, amazing talk, guys. Keep doing your thing. Thank you, Dave. And like I said, I'll be here. Um, if you see me liking and, and sharing too much, just 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 I'm not stalking. Okay, I'm not. Appreciate it. Hey, you're welcome, guys. March to May. Thank you guys for coming on. Thank you so much, Dave, for having us. Have a good night. All right, you too. Good night. Even You know, it's Hi. like bedtime for me, but, you know, you guys just started your night. All right. <laughs> Bye, guys. All right, take care. Incredible show, guys. I could sit here all day and talk about how talent is kind of exclusive. I could sit here all day and talk about folk music was my first love and it was all this and all of that. I can talk about how these two getting together seems like a love story that no one knows about. They don't want anybody to know that's fine. They don't even show it in their pictures. They know that they're there for each other. One is sitting up. One is standing down. One is looking the other way to ensure that they're safe. March to May is brought to you by two months of a grind that they didn't even know they had. Singing together on December 2012. Getting together. Writing songs in March. And in between then till May. Getting a whole bunch of gigs. Whole bunch of paid stuff. Whole bunch of support that. They didn't even know they were going to get. 
At one time in their life, music was everything. Go to this recital, go here, go there, blah, blah, stuff like that. Moving all over the states because of certain parents' jobs or maybe because there was things going on in the other side of the world that they needed to be at. And then they came to Seattle. Now, if you guys don't know, Seattle's kind of a place where you fall in love or you just, you just don't know. And they found out. We can sit here all day and try to figure out what is March to May. March to May is a timeline. It's a timeline where two people took one, two, three, four, five, six, seven things serious and said, this is going to be our story. We're talking about this new single. It's called Embers. Now, if you look up embers, or if you know already what embers mean, it is a dying light in coal. It is going to go away. It's a certain color that lets you know it's almost over. If you look at the visual, it's about letting go. You can find them on YouTube, March to May. Find them on YouTube.com. An incredible visual. They're in the mountains. They're there. The city. The made them. The retreat. The things that remind them of what was there once before. I mean, that's what I take the aspect of it, man. I can be wrong. As we heard Beth talk about, it's about love that, you know, was once there and now it's just not. Exclusively on QSJ Radio and all my partners out there that are doing their thing on unsigned artist radio, individual artist radios, YouTube things, stuff like that. March to May has been all over the place for a very long time. You know what? The last few people that I know that I've been on this show have been all over the place. <laughs> but captivating. Taking over, holding on to my heart, it's March to May. I want to give a shout out to everybody tuned in to QSJRadio.com. It is very simple right now. You got Twitter, March to May. You got Instagram, March to May. You like going to people's websites, www.MarchToMay.com. Here's their new single, which is kind of not new to them. It's new to us and to the world this Saturday when the Water's Edge debuts out there in Seattle and to the world. This one is called Embers. Steal away 
taste the embers of your face And watch the embers
use of hit music. The number one station for the unsigned artist. QSJ Radio. On www.qsjradio.com. You start here. Music. And three, two, one.